Welcome in Tuesday. What do you know? The sun did come up today. Still breathing. The world is still around, even though Williams Winery did pick Missouri yesterday. We'll get into that for a second. By the way, I did hear, and I would expect within the next five to ten minutes, my uncle uh, got with me this morning, called me up and said, can I come on your show and talk about the williams Winery deal? And I said, yeah, yeah, just give us a call. So he's going to be calling us here in a few minutes. And uh, welcome in, everybody. Our first hour here on Steel Man and Thune, presented by Tim Lasher and Lasher Home Comfort Systems. They've been in business in the Oklahoma City area now since 2007, doing a great job. They'll fix your AC. They'll fix your furnace. They will get you tuned up with both of those in the summer and the winter. Reliable service at a great price and a very professional crews. Tim Lasher and his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. As I've said many times, Tim, a reliable sooner, great company as well, very reliable. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. He is here. He's Parker Thune, back from Lee Summits with a smile on his face. And uh, my wife, Shay, last night was, I think, getting very upset at the Missouri fans. And uh, I thought she might tweet back at them for a second, but she didn't. But uh, she was one of your protectors, Parker. Uh, Shay took up a shield, a sword, everything, and was ready to fight. So, you know what happens sometimes in recruiting? You don't get it right. But... Uh, break down what happened yesterday, not in terms of we know we know what happened, but you guys, it was even the live feed was trouble for everybody. I saw Show Mizzou try to get one up. It looked like a high school uh, live. It was horrible. But all in all, not your favorite trip, I'm sure. No, not my favorite trip at all. And pardon me, my voice is a little weak today. I don't know why. But needless to say, yesterday was not fun. Today is not going to be fun either. I am here to face the music. I understand some people are going to want a sounding board. Some people are going to want to air their grievances. That's fine. I'm prepared for it. Uh, We can talk this out if anybody... Whoa, my voice really is getting strained. If anybody has questions on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line as to how this went down, why this went down... uh, And why I reported some of the things that I did over the course of this recruitment... I am more than willing to answer the questions. Here's, look, here's what I can say right now about what went on yesterday. Uh, as I mentioned throughout the program leading up to the announcement, if this went in favor of Missouri, which it has, this is not a battle that Oklahoma is going to concede until signing day, and that's been reiterated to me uh, from sources on the Oklahoma end today. Now, I will also add that there are definitely some hurt feelings in and around the Switzer Center in light of some of the things that were said yesterday after Nguyenary's commitment to Missouri. Obviously, his head coach coming out and said he silented to Missouri several weeks back. Uh, I can tell you this much. The Oklahoma staff was not made aware of that and got and went into final conversations with the kid under the impression that they still had a legitimate shot and that no final decision had been made. And also... When you hear Nwaneri come out and say that Georgia was his second place team. Yeah, that surprised a lot of people. And again, I think that is what is the most scathing slash jarring to folks within the Switzer Center today. So it seems like Oklahoma led, and none of it matters, about 
85% of the time in this recruitment, maybe 80% of that, maybe 75. I don't know, but Oklahoma led for a while. I don't think there was any doubt about it. Uh, people were surprised again to hear that Georgia was who he picked Missouri over Georgia. And just to be clear, I, I would dispute that. I don't think Georgia was the second place team. And I, I guess, let me put it this way. Is a kid still having conversations and entertaining the advances in the hours leading up to his commitment? Is he still having those conversations and entertaining those advances from a school that is his third choice? No, I don't believe that's the case. It's weird, though, because it it came from his lips, right? I mean, he said it, Williams, when Harry said it. And when I saw that, I'm like, okay, well, look, it's – it's an inexact science, no and doubt. That's a- and I know you're not making excuses. All you can do is go off the information you get, right? That's all you can do. Yeah. Well, and at, at, you you use the perfect phrase. As with any type of analysis, recruiting analysis is an inexact science. Right? When Oklahoma, let me pick a good recent example. When Oklahoma is six and zero going to Manhattan, Kansas in 2019. And all the experts are saying Oklahoma ought to blow the doors off Kansas State in this football game. And Kansas State ends up pulling the upset. Well, you don't go and take it out on the experts. You just acknowledge, well, hey, you know, any given Saturday. And unfortunately, I was I was hesitant to believe this would be the case. But I feel as though in today's landscape of college football, we almost at this point have to adopt the any given Saturday type of mentality with five-star recruitments. All right. Uh, from the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Oh, here we go. Here comes the spin. Somebody said, look, Oklahoma got beat. There's no spin there. They got beat on this commitment. They, yeah. got, they got beats. I mean, Is it completely over? Not completely over, but it's still going to be tough. And I know people are thinking, well, you know, Missouri could go – Five and seven or six and six or whatever. All right, but Eli Drinkwitz still has a huge buyout. Can Missouri afford that? Oklahoma got beat on this kid. Nobody is disputing that. But, again, I'm going to take up for my teammate. All you can go with is your information that you get from trusted sources. Now, clearly Parker is going to have better with Oklahoma than he would have with Missouri. But if you have a trusted source and you're being told certain stuff, hey, we feel good, we still think we're in this, or we still think we're going to get the kid, you know, you go with that. And you had, like last year with DJ Hicks, you had a video that was pre-recorded on DJ Hicks talking about why he signed with Oklahoma or why he was committing to Oklahoma. Never got to run that. I understand people are frustrated. I get it. I totally get it, particularly with these five-star defensive linemen. But – Again, you know, Oklahoma got beat. Oklahoma got beat on this kid. It's somewhat surprising, you know, whether it was NIL, close to home, parents, whatever. None of it matters. Oklahoma got beat on this kid Yeah, as far as right now. Okay, let's hit a few texts uh, real quickly here. So Parker is now calling Nguyenary a liar? No, I'm not calling the kid a liar. And to be honest, what happened yesterday does not affect my perspective on the kid himself because he's always been quite honest with me. And to that point, he he told me and others in the days leading up to his commitment that it was OU in Missouri. That's not just like, and I didn't just hear that from him either. And so it, I think what stands out the most to me about the way that the kid navigated the process was if he didn't want to tell me something, he was honest about that. He said, I, I don't really want to give you an answer on that. And I can respect that. 
I, I can respect yeah, that. I hear you. Um, Trey says, OU never led. They were never in it. Top defensive players aren't coming to OU. Stone won't come either. Well, I don't feel like we really need to gratify that one with, with a response. From the 580F, the haters, Parker, love the content. Five stars are unpredictable. Appreciate you. Uh, from the 405, Parker, on the hurt feelings from OU side, are they towards Williams, Nguyenarian family, or t- towards Coach Mosey since he knew he had committed weeks ago? I would imagine it's a little bit of both. Um, and, it, like, again, my opinion of Williams, Nguyenarian as a person has not changed based upon what happened yesterday. I can say the same for Jamar Mosey. There was some misdirection. I'm not really. I'm still trying to get the bo- get to the bottom of what the root of the misdirection was because you know when you get in a situation like this where you're as embedded into a school community as I am at least Summit North, and you get the wool pulled over your eyes, you don't really know what to believe anymore. And so I'm trying to sift through the detritus as much so as all of you to figure out what went wrong here and when. But understandably, given that Oklahoma was on the phone with the kid day after day after day, hour after hour after hour leading up to his commitment, and then he comes out and says, yeah, it was Missouri over Georgia for me in the end. Any way you slice it, it's understandable that folks on campus, within the Switzer Center, involved with the Oklahoma football program are a little bit taken aback and a little bit hurt. All right, 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Look, I get everybody's frustration. I totally get it. I mean, you're talking about what what have we been talking about for OU more than anything else that they need to get done to really be ready for the SEC, not just to compete in the SEC, to, you know, knock heads with the big boys, with Bama and Georgia. They've got to get five-star defensive line talents. That's what they need to do. The, as of now, they've lost out on Will Winery. They lost out on Joseph Jonah Jonier. They lost out on Zadavian Sims. You better hope, man, that David Stone, they can close out David Stone. I am taking right now, I told you this before uh, the show today, and by the way, Uncle's telling me now that he's calling in in the next segment, so we'll have him ready for the next segment. But um, that I am on uh, David Stone. I'm, I'm going Miami. On Dominic McKinley, I'm going Texas. On Nigel <laughs> Smith, I'm going Ohio State, even though that looks like a 90% deal for Oklahoma, if not better. On Danny Okoye, I'm going with Alabama. On Zeni Omazulu, I'm going to go with A&M Bama or Arkansas. I'm going George Costanza. I'm going the opposite just to see if you can, you know, the Sooners can get this right because it feels – very frustrating. They did get Jaden Jackson. He's a heck of a prospect. And, again, you still get a chance. Uh, but most people still think that Oklahoma will get David Stone. Now, that, you talk about a mushroom cloud. If that one doesn't fall Oklahoma's way. If that one doesn't go Oklahoma's way, that is the point at which I will officially throw my hands up, take a step back, and go, I, I don't know what is real and what is not in five-star recruitments anymore. Can you, you should get somebody who can be a glutton for punishments, and I think you're taking yours, not that you deserve total punishment or anything, because you're going to be wrong in that, in that line of work, but somebody who really just loves to be a glutton for punishment and say, you get the five stars and just let them handle the five stars. Maybe. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. And, again, you still have David Stone. You still have Dominic McKinley. You still have Nigel Smith, Danny Okoye, Zena Omazulu out there. What happened with Jay Sean Ross or somebody like that? If it really gets down to, you know, he's a kid who wanted to come to Oklahoma. Real quick, you have one for us you want to get to? Oh, I was just going to. Talking about a, a break? A few, a, f- a few folks on the text line have expressed this sentiment 
this this particular text comes from a listener in the 402. Will's mom had the same reaction as DJ Hicks' dad did at the commitment. And I like I I'm not going to editorialize too heavily here, but one thing I will say is that I've been to a lot of commitment ceremonies. I don't know that I've ever seen a kid less enthused at the moment of his commitment than Nuenere yesterday. I don't know what to make of that. You can make of that what you will. I have my suspicions. You're welcome to have yours. But it was definitely a strange vibe in that gym yesterday. All right, 405-651-3439. We're going to take a break. We've got a ton of texts rolling in. We're going to get to as many as we can. We have TJ Eckert at 135 today. I, I got the word my uncle texted me like four minutes ago. I want to talk about this Winery thing. Can I come on next segment? Yes, you can, Uncle. You're up next. The world is still here, folks, despite some predictions from some boomer doomers that it would not be existing this morning. It's By the here. way, yes, I just want to acknowledge this before we go, before we go any further. Go for it. Five-star text from Cherokee Sooner. Who said, and we had a ton of text. I don't know if I've seen more texts in the span of 20 minutes than we've gotten over the first 20 minutes of this show. Cherokee Sooner said, we'll have a chance for revenge when we go up to Columbia next year and violate the Tiger Protection Act of 1973. <laughs> nice job, Cherokee. Nice job. All right, Riverwind Casino, get out there and play with your wild card today in the $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration. Get the 17 extra entries for the uh, big drawing this weekend on Saturday night uh, all the way through August 26th. You need to play with your wild card on Mondays and Tuesdays, especially to get 17 times the entries for every five points in your wild card. Then get out to Riverwind on Saturday nights and win your share of that $100,000. They're giving away in cash and bonus play in the new Scene 17 celebration celebrating Riverwind's 17th birthday. We have shows coming to the uh, Showplace Theater this Saturday night. Dwight Yoakam on the Showplace Theater stage. That show is sold out. But again, Counting Crow August 25th and September, REO in Chicago and two separate shows. Uh, Foreigner is coming. Carly Pierce was just announced October 14th. Rodney Carrington with a couple shows. Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Boys to Men, all shows at the Showplace Theater. Get your tickets online at Riverwind.com. That's at Riverwind.com or at the Casino Box Office. We also have a Beats and Bites show coming up August 26th, the last of the summer Beats and Bites concert series. Gary Allen will be on the Coop Ale Works Beats and Bites stage August 26th. And we just added last week a new show. The Gin Blossoms are coming back with Tonic and Wakeland. The Gin Blossoms headlining that three-show concert at Beats and Bites in the fall, October 22nd. Kids under uh, 12 get in free. Food trucks everywhere. Under the Stars, October 22nd. Gin Blossoms, Tonic, and Wakeland. Get your tickets at Riverwind.com. All right, I'm being told uh, that I believe that my uncle is on the Riverwind Casino hotline. Uncle, what's up? Boomer freaking sooner, baby. It's me. That's right. I'm coming on early to talk about Will the Wimp Winery and his ridiculous decision. Just pathetic. I'd like to sing a little song about that, the day the music died. We would, we would love to hear a song uh, from you about the williams Winery deal. Go ahead. The day the music died. So by 
tremendous uncle obviously uh, the the audience loves it any thoughts on what happened uh, in this deal with Winery? for the life of me i have no idea how anybody or in this case a williams Winery, as i call him will the wimp Winery, could pick missouri over a great program like the university of oklahoma that's like going to a, uh, a a car lot and you see a 1980 broken down Datsun mm-hmm. and a fully loaded Mercedes. Right. Yes, I know we had a little flat tire on our bins last year, but we got a new <laughs> set ready to kick ass and take names. Instead, Will the Wimp Winery chose a 1980 broken down Datsun. WTH. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It was a tough day for Sooner fans. Any parting shots for us? Well, let me just say again to Nwuneri, good luck playing for Eli Drunkenwitz. That dude is not a football coach. He is a comical caricature of losing. Right. Could have signed up with winners. With the University of Oklahoma instead, Wimp Winery, you chose Mizzou mediocrity. Good luck, Boomer. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my uncle on uh, Williams, he's calling him Williams the Wimp Winery. I don't. Uncle's a pretty bad man. I don't know if he'd say it to Williams Winery's face, well, but he's still and- a pretty bad man for like 86 or whatever he is now. I think what we can hope on Uncle's behalf is that Nwaneri doesn't end up flipping to Oklahoma down the line because Uncle will be in the same boat as many Sooner fans that trashed Peyton Bowen when he flipped to Oregon. There you go. On National Signing Day. That's right. There might need to be some erasure of <laughs> slander. All right, 405-651-3439. Let's get to, let's get to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's do it. Less in Hayes, Kansas says, Uncle kills me. That is just hilarious. Uh, from the 918, why do five-star recruits' moms not like Oklahoma? I, look, I, I can't make that make sense. Uh, Mike in Edmond says, there are two kinds of negative people, and both are basically losers. Those who are Sooner fans who believe the sky is falling and want to drag everyone else into their level of misery, and those who are cowpokes in Sooner clothing who are getting their jollies off trolling Sooners because they have little else to live for. Cowpokes and Sooner clothing. Hmm. Do you think there's some cowpokes and Sooner clothing out there? I'll tell you a couple who are right now. Trace Ford and Kelly Maxwell. Man, still. Now, I, I will tell you this much. Many have made the the notation on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line that Oklahoma is going up to Columbia next year. First year in the SEC, that's one of their road trips. I I can think of a certain Oklahoma left tackle who's going to be more than ready to plant Williams-Nwaneri on the turf 
if he does end up following following through and signing with Missouri. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. All right, let's get. We've got man, the tax line is just rolling. It, you know, and by the way, these dire prediction. Well, the refs going. The refs not going anywhere. I told you what was going to be said. I told you what was going to be said last week. By the way, they're back on the little, uh, you know, AM station, gentlemen. You know, <laughs> and I like Jim, but it was so predictable. It's right out of the ultimate playbook. Uh, so again, the impressions that we get. It was a corporate decision by iHeartRadio. I That's it. Not made by anybody here, but in an office somewhere in, like, New York City, get a rope. You know, that place. So we're doing just fine. We've got good shows here. We've got professional people who don't just show up and turn on a microphone. They actually do research and put some time and effort into this. So we're going to be just fine. I'm telling you. We had like 25,000 people on the app just in the last couple weeks. We're going to be just fine. From a listener in the 405 who's writing this text on behalf of Sooner Nation. Dear Miguel Chavis and company, thank you. We quickly forget how long it's been since we've ever been in the conversation for multiple five-star defensive players in a class. Thank you for bringing us to a time when the Atabares and Wineries and Stones are even talking to us again. We see what you're building. We are not foolish enough to be ungrateful. Thanks for being willing to have some awful Mondays so we can have some amazing Saturdays. Sincerely, Sooner Nation. Do you think if Oklahoma was 9-4 and four last year, as opposed to 6-7, and seven, that this would have gone differently, or would it not have mattered? I, look... In the end, I truly don't think Oklahoma's record last year would have mattered because this kid just picked Missouri Steely over Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, and Georgia. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you're so, right like, because those programs had good seasons. Obviously, Georgia won a natty again. Tennessee is uh, having a resurgence with Josh Heupel, and uh, Dan Lanning's been a good hire for Oregon so far. So, but um, so yeah, that makes sense. All right, four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Let's get one more in before we have to break. TJ Eckert at one thirty five. We also are going to hear from Brent Venables, from Danny Stutzman, from Rondell Bothroyd. We have some sooner audio from yesterday. We'll get to here as well. You want to get one more in uh, from Captain Willard? You got a great record, Parker. I know you're not going to brag, but who's better? You are right, much more often than not, and early to boot. I appreciate that. He also says, why are so many fans completely missing the fact that this staff is actually recruiting better than we have in years? Doomers are in for a shock. OU is about to be actually dangerous again instead of just flashy through the season only to get wrecked in playoff games. Well, I mean, last year they had a great class. And, uh, you know, the the thing that could – and where are the Sooners like 14th now, basically consensus national rankings-wise. And they, they've got the pieces of a really good class, obviously, so far. But, man, you, you really need to close the deal with David Still. That's going to be huge. It's going to be absolutely huge. Not that I'm telling anybody anything they don't already know, but that is now even David Stone was always the most important piece in this class, and now he became even more important. All right, break time. And uh, good to have you with us, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet, text line. Coming back and more texts and uh, more Sooner football info for you right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, we are back. We will have T.J. Eckert on with us. 
during hour number two, 135, Riverwind Casino Hotline. Again, get out to Riverwind today, play with your wild card. Try and get those 17 extra entries. All you need is five points in your wild card. You can do it for the uh, big drawings and the uh, big-time drawings happening on a Saturday night out at Riverwind all the way through August 26th and the $100,000 New Scene 17 uh, celebration. But today, playing with your wild card, you can get uh, 17 times entries uh, by playing with your wild card today at Riverwind. Okay, Brent Venables after practice yesterday talking to the media. Let's hear what the Sooner coach had to say about uh, what's been going on at OU. They had a scrimmage over the weekend and about what's been happening in practice. Just uh, finished our ninth practice. A uh, good competitive day. Had a, a scrimmage uh, Saturday and it was really competitive, really good work back and forth. Big plays on both sides of the ball. And uh, really pleasing to see, you know, you can be mad at both sides or be happy with both sides. That's a, that's a great thing. So incredibly competitive, all good on good work and uh, still working at you know, developing uh, depth charts and seeing who can play consistently and knows what to do and plays fast and aggressive. Far from perfect. We still got a long way to go. Uh, not coach speak. We just got a lot of, we got to improve on and, uh, but we've got, again, from, from Saturday, three weeks, and every day counts. We have a week away from school starting, so we got to make all these days count. And uh, I like the spirit of the team, and we're in a good spot. And, uh, again, love the competition on, on both sides of the ball. There you go, Brent Venables, our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now that new, brand-new Tri-City location. Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard, their full-service clinics are the best at treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. 405-651-3439. We did learn today the Sooners will play their first conference game in the new Big 12, of course, at Cincinnati, and that'll be September 23rd, Rooster kickoff on Fox, 11 a.m. on Fox at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, not going to be very good. Uh, Again, with... Uh, Luke Fickle gone to Wisconsin. Uh, it's not going to be, I think, uh, a similar situation, at least there for a while, with Cincinnati. All right, uh, so two of the first four games are Rooster kickoffs. Arkansas State, season opener in Norman, 11 a.m. You have to get up with the Roosters for that one. SMU's the pay-per-view game, September 9th, 5 o'clock kickoff. And then September 16th up at Chapman Stadium, taking on the Golden Hurricane. Kevin Wilson in Tulsa, 2.30 kickoff there. That'll be on ESPN or ESPN2. Everything else, of course, uh, TBA right now with the rest of the Sooner schedule. All right, 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Let's get back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yes, all the practice audio we can get, please. We've got Captain more. Willard. We've got more, Captain. We've got more on the way. Uh. Local Ohio says, I know you all have probably talked about him, but what do you think about Nate Roberts decommitting from Notre Dame? I'm sure we will uh, get to that later on. Four-star tight end, Washington. In class locked in, if not sooner. Yeah, yeah we'll, definitely, we'll definitely talk about the Nate Roberts situation. If there is good news to be had on the trail for Oklahoma right now, that would be it. Uh, from the Shady 580, completely supporting Brent and the Sooner staff. No one, go, what, go, no, no one knows what goes on. I don't know why I had such trouble getting that out no one knows what goes on in the minds of 16 and 17 year olds 
Uh, from the 918, amen to the Sooner Nation comment of Thanksgiving. The challenge with reaching for the stars is that you only make it, the, you only make it out of the atmosphere. Striving for excellence always has potential for momentary failure. Only those who don't try experience no disappointment. Boomer Sooner. There you go. Right there. I like it. Uh, Big Rich in OKC says, these days you just go get a stud portal guy that has already done something. Uh, Drew from Tulsa, currently residing in OKC, says, let's talk about the next guy. Kid picked another school. It's fine. Next guys, David Stone, Dominic McKinley, Nigel Smith, Danny Okoye, Zena Omazulu. Uh, where do you think right now the Sooners stand with uh, that Fab Five? Stone, McKinley, Smith, Okoye, Omazulu. Stone and Smith, I think they get McKinley. Jury's out. Omazulu. Not bullish on OU's chances right now. Okoye, I would say OU is the leader, if only slightly. Okay, if you get Jaden Jackson, David Stone, Nigel Smith, and Danny Okoye, that's still a really good defensive line class. I mean, you get a five-star, you get a high four-star in Nigel Smith, a pretty high four-star right now, Danny Okoye, who could – rise up the rankings. So, again, there's still opportunities out there. But the disappointment is this. You lose uh, Zadavian Sims. You lose Joseph Jonah Ajonye. You lose Williams Winery, at least for now. So, again, there's still that frustration out there. Even though Jaden Jackson, I think, is still a good get for Oklahoma. Uh, David Stone's teammate at IMG. And, you know, that's, that's a good start. But Sooner fans, they, they want more on that D-line. No doubt about it. From the 918, Parker, if you're the OU staff, how would you go about strategizing to flip Williams and Winery? Well, I I think you just got to stay the course, and that's a boring answer, but that's what Oklahoma did last year with Peyton Bowen. If you just stay Maintain the course. Maintain a relationship. Yeah, and you – and look, my my feeling, my feeling based on the conversations I've had, some of the folks I've talked to on the OU end and on the lease on the north end is that Winery deep down wants to be at Oklahoma. And in that sense, you get some parallels to the Bowen situation. You sense some of those same you sense some of those same things lining up between the two. And so, if that is indeed the case, then you just trudge on as if nothing ever happened, all the way if necessary until signing day on December twentieth. And you trust that relationships and a competitive NIL pitch are going to win out on both fronts because if you can. Win the kid with relationships, and I think OU can, and you can win the parents with a competitive NIL offer, then come signing day, there's a chance that kid's in your class. So, I look, I don't think Oklahoma does anything differently than how they've been doing it in the past. I think they just continue to hammer home the same points they've been hammering home and also trust that they're going to win football games this fall and that they're going to win a lot more football games this fall than Missouri. The guy that promised Tyler and Parker $1,000 if OU lands Stone and Winery is not feeling real good. Better chance OU goes 0 for 5 than gets two of those guys that we talked about. Stone, McKinley, Nigel Smith, Okoye, and Omazulu. So, we'll see. We shall see. Um, who would be a backup plan, you know, if the Sooners don't get, you know, more than one of these guys. I don't know. 
Jason Ross, Jason Ross, still in in the mix. Jason Ross is not going to be in the mix. Won't be in no. the mix. Um, a kid was fired up to go to Oklahoma. I think he thought for a yep. while that that was happening, but yeah, not I, happening. I don't think Oklahoma has made those types of contingency plans yet because with five of their top defensive line targets still on the board, they're comfortable riding things out with at least a couple of those five before they start looking down other avenues for uh, additional options. I, I, one guy that comes to mind would be Chetta O'Feely from Saxe, Texas. He's committed to Texas Tech right now. Uh, maybe in a world where you don't get a Koye or a Mosalu and Winery doesn't want to flip, that's a guy you turn up the heat on. But right now, I think Oklahoma's pretty focused on doing everything they can to close out as many of those five as they can. Chetta O'Feely. Interesting name. Not quite as good as Booby Feaster, but still, Chetta O'Feely's not bad. Sounds kind of creepy, but hey, if he can play. All right, uh, we've got more texts rolling in. Ronnie Crimson, we have yours. We have Todd Bates' uh, nemesis with us. We'll get to yours as well. we got a lot of stuff happening, folks. Recruiting rolls on. Believe it or not, like the OU staff didn't decide to, you know what, let's shut her down. They're still going to come out and play Arkansas, Arkansas State September 2nd. All right, break time. Keep it right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, Tuesday edition. Mike Steely, Parker Thune with you. Steelman and Thune here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network, 405-651-3439. That text line is uh, lighting up. ESPN's top 100 football players. The Sooners had two on the list. Danny Stutzman at number 51. Dylan Gabriel at number 60. Caleb Williams was number one, of course. Brock Bowers, the Georgia tight end, was second. Marvin Harrison, Jr., third wide receiver the ohio state university harold perkins jr the lsu linebacker fourth drake may the north carolina sophomore quarterback number five but again uh, danny stutzman number 51 dylan gabriel number 60 spencer rattler by the way was 93 so uh who would have thought a few years ago that uh spencer rattler would be 93rd on a college football quarterback list and dylan gabriel would be 60 but here we are so there we go Okay, 405-651-3439. Are we ready to get back to the text line? Let's do it. Sure, let's hit the text line and see what the folks are saying. Uh, Local Ohio says, Parker, no matter what, I appreciate you and all you do. Thank you, Local Ohio, formerly Ryan in Tulsa. Pastor MC says, Parker sounds terrible. Fans are jerks praying for him. Yes, my voice is inhibited today. I do not know why. Might be some uh, allergies. Might be. Yeah, my... uh, I know my wife earlier this week was dealing with uh, a throat ailment. I'm wondering if I might have caught something from her. But I feel fine otherwise. No soreness, no cough, no anything. Just a weak voice. Can I ask you a question without you getting uh, angry? I don't of think course. you will get angry, but I of think course. there's like a 5% chance. Have you saved any of the uh, Dead in the Water movie posters? You need to save some of those so if it turns around, you can go back. Oh, man, Missouri fans have had their fun trolling me on social media. That's for darn sure. Well, you know, it's part of the deal, right? I mean, the trolls are going to troll. That's the way it goes. That's absolutely the way it goes. But, um, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. The Sooners aren't going to totally give up. I still think it's going to be tough to flip the kid, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I do know this. Oklahoma fans will be 
paying a lot closer attention to Missouri football this year. Uh, it's not going to be a USC. Boy, that is true, isn't it's, it? It's not going to be a USC level of hatred or a Texas level of hatred, but there will be a lot of people rooting for whoever Missouri's playing that week. No doubt. Okay, 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Ronnie Crimson checking in, part of the Sooners recruiting effort. Ronnie Crimson. He's the lead recruiter on David Stone, is he not? That is correct. Yeah, yeah, he is. His work is coming to an end in that recruitment. But Ronnie Crimson said, Parker, you may, have, you may have already talked about this, so my apologies if you have. Do you think it's true that OU was third in the race for Nguyenary behind Georgia? If no, then why do you think you would say that? Look, Ronnie, no, I don't think it's true that Georgia was second behind Missouri. In fact, most everyone I talked to uh, – Three, four weeks back at this point had said Georgia's out. It's going to be Oklahoma or it's going to be Missouri. And the two schools that he was having conversations with down the stretch were the OU staff and the Missouri staff. So I I don't know why he made the comment about Georgia. I don't have a guess as to why he made the comment about Georgia. But, no, for my money, I do not believe that uh, Georgia was second behind Missouri in the race for Nguyenary. Uh, from the 580, do you expect any trolling from OU fans when Winnery is at Tulsa Union soon? Yeah, that'll be interesting because he and his team is it Thursday. They're or coming to yeah. Union on Thursday for a scrimmage. So, you know, here's the deal. I, I hope that doesn't happen, but you know, there's going to be somebody. Um, I don't know. You know, and and again, in this situation, the era of uh, the transfer portal and. You know, kids leaving all the time, you know, keep your options open would be my my thought. And, again, um, just see how it plays out. Fred says, is Caden Helms just not any good? Everyone talking about how after Stogner we have nothing at tight end. Uh, Yes, Fred, Caden Helms is hurt. That's why Caden Helms isn't being mentioned behind Stogner at tight end. And Llewellyn's been hurt too, right? Well, Llewellyn's healthy again. He's back now. Full participant in practice. Caden Helms is hurt. That's why you haven't heard his name mentioned. Todd Bates Nemesis checking in, and he says they may go after Benedict Ume, who is uh, currently he's at Stanford, committed to Stanford right now, right? But could that be a fallback? Here's another reason why that could make some sense because Stanford's situation doesn't look real good right now, right? They might be playing Eastport, East Popcorn State, Bob Stoops' old uh, rival, the way it's shaking out. Do you think that could be a possibility? Benedict Ume maybe a fallback, even though he's committed to Stanford. Like I said, you can't be in a much worse situation than where Stanford is right now. That is true. Conference-wise. That is true. Maybe. We'll see. Duggan Norman has chimed in. I am disappointed just like all OU fans. Maybe part of the problem is almost always saying that OU is the leader in any given recruitment. That gets the OU fan base really excited and then really disappointed when a recruit chooses another school. OU is not only not the leader, but possibly not even second in line for our latest disappointment. The term leader appears to be the totally subjective opinion of the evaluators and could be colored by the fact that some of the evaluators are on the payroll of OU-related entities like OU Insider, etc. I appreciate the passion that Parker brings to the subject, but reality is something I and the listeners want to hear. Well, let me tell you what reality is, Doug. Reality is not almost always saying that OU is the leader in any given recruitment. That is not the case. Have you, have you heard me try to convince 
anybody that Oklahoma is the clear favorite to land Dominic McKinley or Danny Okoye or Zena Amozalu or obviously there are certain cases such as Nigel Smith, Eli Bowen, etc., where I am perfectly willing to come out and say, yes, I regard Oklahoma as the leader. If you want to take every single word that Nwaneri said yesterday as gospel, then even he acknowledged that for a period of several months, Oklahoma was his leader. So yes, Doug, at one point, Oklahoma was the leader for Williams Nwaneri. They were not the school that got his commitment. And from everything I had been told and from everything that the OU staff was hearing, Trust me, Oklahoma was a lot long. They were the leader a lot longer than just March through June. But no, I I am not in the business of trying to pump up Oklahoma's chances with every single recruit just to get the fan base excited. That's intellectually dishonest. Okay, uh, we got to get out of here for hour number one. We've got more texts rolling in. We'll try and catch up with as many as we can. We have TJ Ackery coming on to talk college football with us also. Uh, 135 on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. I want to thank Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Great company, great Sooner, great company. As I've said many times, Bedlam, Lincoln, Nebraska. What did Tim Lasher do in the clutch under pressure? He split the uprights. His company will do the same for you. When it comes to your AC or your furnace, they'll take great care of you and come through in the clutch. Coming right back, another hour to go here on The Ref. It's time to keep on talking. Hour number two presented by Oklahoma Generators. They are family-owned. And operated, they pride themselves on their incredible customer service. They're Oklahoma's highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer. Currently offering new customer discounts and a free 10-year warranty with new installations. Go to okgen.com. That's okgen.com or call 405-321-6631. Also, as we age, I'm, man, I, you know what? I'm getting ready to get to the top of the hill later this week and go right down the other side. Over the hill. Who is the over the hill gang? Was that the old Redskins, I think? Uh, Because I'll be 60 later this week. You know, as we age, cataract surgery, often an inevitable step for you. But it's not just about restoring your eyesight and your vision. It's really about upgrading your quality of life. And when you're an old, you need quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one crucial decision that can affect your vision really for the rest of your life. So you got to make the right choice. That choice between a standard lens, which often still ends up requiring you to rely on reading glasses, or you can get a premium lens, consider panoptics, vividity, or a light adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. And you know what I'm going to tell you next. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Dr. Bellardo and his team there will get you taken care of. They do a tremendous job. All right, a couple clips from practice yesterday, and then we'll get right back to the text line. T.J. Eckert, 1235, on the Riverwind Casino hotline. Uh, let's hear first from Rondell Bothroyd. Came through the portal from Wake Forest. Put up really good numbers at Wake Forest. The Sooners are hoping he's going to be a major factor this fall on the D-line. How is Rondell Bothroyd 
feel like he's progressing right now? Here's what he had to say. Definitely campus every day, so spring is every other day. But camp is just the more of a grind where you have something to look forward to with the game. So I think I like fall camp a little more than spring ball, but it's both his grind. But uh, by this time, I pretty much have it all figured out. So now it's just figuring out what the offense is doing and like what their keys are and like how to read stuff to make it easy to make plays. What has stood out to you about the about the defensive line just through the, the first few? Uh, I mean, our depth our depth is crazy. I think we have depth probably top up there in the top top in the country, and just the way we <clears throat> the way we pay attention to details. Um, Coach Chavis, Coach Bates, they demand the best out of us every day, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what's going on. Um, so I think we just we're relentless, and our depth is probably the one thing I would say. There you go. Uh, Rondell Bothroyd, uh, again, coming from Wake Forest, Oklahoma, expected to be an impact guy in the Sooner defense coming up this season. Meanwhile, let's hear from Danny Stutzman. You saw yesterday, man, bloody nose. It's getting tough over there at uh, these what uh, Rondell Bothroyd called depth practices. Uh, it, don't mistake it for death practices. I mean, I know Jerry Smith is very tough, but – you don't want those. You depth practices is what he was saying. <laughs> death me. practices sounds yeah. like something Schnelly would have yeah, done. That's right. All right, we're not going to give you any water. Hopefully you'll survive. <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, Howard, Danny Stutzman, and Dylan Gabriel on the list of ESPN's top 100 college football players heading into the season. Danny Stutzman checking in at 51. Dylan Gabriel number 60. Let's hear from Danny Stutzman. Also meeting with the media yesterday after practice and uh, talked about seeing some growth, yes, definitely on the defense. Absolutely. I think last year, looking back at it, you know, we were so new to the system, it's hard. You know, you, you can't be around the coaches uh, 24-7. But now with the leaders that have stepped up, you know, it's like we're kind of miniature coaches when they can't be around. Talking about that scrimmage on Saturday, maybe what stood out to you about the offense and even after a few practices, what has stood out to you about, about that group? Man, you know, Coach Levy really has that tempo down, you know, getting out there. You know, we're out here, we do a few plays of tempo, but, you know, when it's a full scrimmage, it's a different deal. So it's, it's really nice to get that tempo because it's really the fastest in the country. There you go. Man, Jesse Crittenden is everywhere, is he not? Parker Thune? That man earns his money. I know. he's it's, He's everywhere, by the way. Okay, old man talking about bad audio. Now, that was acceptable. That's arable. That was about a 7.5 on a scale of 10. But can we get the players away from these freaking tractors or whatever the heck they are that are going on in the background? I mean, it's basic, very understandable. If you want clear audio, get somebody to get. Tell the tractor people, quit tractoring until the session is over. Or... Pull the players away from that area. I mean, it's really very simple. It's just like these people, you know, at some places, people are the worst. I've been trying to tell, you know, you people that people are the worst. Not you guys, but the other people. It's just like when they have these press conferences, like at a basketball game, and you're at some arena, and they decide, you know what, let's put the podium right by the gigantic air conditioning units. Do you people, have you gone, like, to actually broadcast school or, like, a J school? Because quality is what you're looking for. Not just, you know, in the background the whole time. I mean, (laughs) come on. It's not that. Let me be in charge of audio over there, all right? I will say, get the freaking tractor people out of here for 10 minutes. But instead, you know, in the background the whole time. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry. No one 
in the radio game is better than Mike Steely <laughs> at bizarre sound effects. I mean, it's. I know the listeners really don't care about it, but you deserve high-quality audio, not some amateur hour. Most of it was really good yesterday, but there are some situations where it's like, tell Junior to hop off the freaking tractor or whatever he's on, the mower, and go take a break for 10 minutes. Okay, sorry. Old man rant. Here's an interesting take mm-hmm. from Pastor MC. I still believe and have so since last season. The defense would have been massively better if T.D. Roof hadn't been injured before the season. T.D. Roof, of the forgotten player from last year. It was a knee injury that knocked him out for the year. Came over from Appalachian State. It was a torn bicep. Oh, it was a bicep. I guess it would be tough to play without a bicep. Right? Yes, I would think so, Steely. Apparently because he was out for the year. How are Ted Roof and the three-man front doing? Are we seeing much of the three-man front over there? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. I obviously wasn't at yesterday's practice. I was on a fruitless endeavor in the Flint Hills of Kansas Mm -hmm. to go and watch a kid commit to Missouri. Was that – would you say that you were driving on the highway to hell coming back? Or, no, you were driving on the highway to hell on the way down. You just didn't know it. No well, stop sign, speed limit. I, well, I, here's the thing. The hard thing about it was it, what, it people have compared it to the DJ Hicks situation. It is not an apples-to-apples comparison at all because nobody expected DJ Hicks to pick Texas A&M that day. Mm-hmm. None of the Texas A&M beat even bothered to show up to the announcement. Because Billy Lucci wasn't granted. there? Billy Lucci was not there because they all took it for granted that David Hicks was going to honor his silent commitment to Oklahoma and pick up the Crimson Hat. With Williams Nwaneri, you got the very strong sense that, and I, look, I, I was still receiving conflicting intel as I was making this drive about whether it was OU or whether it was Missouri. But even making that drive, you kind of had that sinking feeling. You didn't have a peaceful, easy feeling. No, like there the was Eagles. no peaceful, easy feeling because, and there wasn't going to be a peaceful, easy feeling because as much buzz as there was. From the Missouri side, you knew it wasn't a done deal that he was going to Oklahoma. Well, you saw Eli and the staff's reaction. Yeah, well, and it, <laughs> and that's the that's another thing that makes me question a lot of what was said yesterday. Because if Williams Nwaneri committed to Missouri three or four weeks ago, mm-hmm. what was that reaction from the Missouri staff? Because that was not a reaction from a staff that knew that was coming. It didn't look like it unless that was the greatest acting job of all time. So I, stuff does not add up here. But, yes, that drive was miserable mostly because you just couldn't shake the feeling that it was going to go wrong. Tyler and, and I, gonna... both in the uh, in the parking lot, we got here about 930 yesterday morning, and he got out of his car. I got out of mine, and we were walking in and said, this is not going to be a good day, is it? And he goes, no, I don't think so. And I said, yep, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And sure enough, it was. But yeah, it's it's uh, yeah the DJ. By the way, Billy Lucci didn't make it to uh, the DJ Hicks uh, last minute shenanigans, you know, last year. But Billy Lucci has uh, where does he rank on the uh, great head of hair rankings in terms in terms of media members in the uh, in the uh, SEC? That's a solid refu- head of hair. Okay, I just, that's fine for you to say. I refuse to give Billy Lucci any credit for anything. So okay, 
I'm just saying, you know, I'd like to have more and at this stage. I'm not bald, but it's, you know, what, what sprouts out does not look good. By I'll the way, that. per the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line recruiting service, okay, a listener in the 405 has informed us David Stone isn't coming to OU either. Please stop and don't still try to hype us up about David Stone. It's just not going to happen. OU is destined to miss on top defensive line prospects. Do we still have a Boomer Doomers open in there? I'm hey, sure we let's do see somewhere. If we do. Pull it up because I think it's in there somewhere. I don't think I put a date on it. Uh, let's see if we can find it. Ah, yes, the Boomer Doomers. Here we go. Open. Boomer Doomers open. Here we go. Here it is. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> so OU is never going to get a five-star defensive lineman ever. Ever. Jim in Arlington says, Steel Man, take me back to 2000. No court and five stars. No prima donnas, no swanky locker rooms. When you didn't really know the roster, but some scrappy defensive players, leftovers, short running backs, scrappy wide receivers, and a left-handed transfer quarterback and won the whole damn thing. There you go. That's exactly right. You know, prima donna is not used very much. You don't hear. And everybody misspells it, too. They write it out as pre-Madonna. Oh, instead of P-R-I-M-A? Yes. Space Donna? Is it D-O-N and like the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's sure. the prima donna. Yeah, like Richie Valens. Like prima donna, like pop music prima donna. So, anyway. Uh, but that's – you know, I haven't – you know what? You haven't heard – have you heard like out of practice anybody, you damn prima donna. You probably don't hear that, right? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> from, the, from another 405 listener. Is uh, – Williams' parents were ecstatic while Williams himself looked like his dog passed away. Is that how he is all the time, or am I reading more into his reaction or lack of being happy for choosing misery? Parents were ecstatic. Yeah, again, like it was a weird ceremony to be a part of, and I'm sure it was a weird ceremony to watch. I don't know, but do we assign, like on DJ Hicks last year and on Williams' winery, because we want them to be sad, like, like Morley wanted to go to Oklahoma. Is there some of that going on? You know, and maybe maybe both this situations that's accurate, but I think it makes Sooner fans feel better. Like, man, did you see Winery? He so wanted to go to Oklahoma, and that mom was thinking credit cards are paid forever, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we kind of want that to be the scenario. All right, four zero five six five one at thirty four thirty nine. Let's take a break right here. Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line. I understand if you're some doomers out there that you've got some ammunition right now. I understand you've won some skirmishes. You know, so did Germany in World War Two, but eventually they were defeated. Now that's real battle, but the Sooners will eventually. I, you know, I'm not even going to say anyone. Remember, I picked David Stone to Miami, so I'm just going to shut my mouth, shut my yapper. Coming right back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Back with you, we have T.J. Eckert coming on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline with us in the next segment, 
651-3439. Our Sooner Training Camp updates presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer Real Juice. Neutral Vodka Seltzer is an official sponsor of OU Athletics made with only vodka seltzer and real juice to offer a deliciously clean, light, and refreshing taste. Don't forget to join us on Monday for our big uh, 70-team giveaway. Uh, we will be at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond on this coming Monday from noon to 7. Be there for our gridiron giveaway at the Buffalo Wild Wings location in Edmond. Show up for a chance to receive one of 70 college football teams if your team Makes the college football playoff. You're going to win a really big prize. We'll tell you about those later. Plus, there will be instant giveaways all day. It'll start with our show beginning at noon on Monday. I know Parker will be on his honeymoon, but we'll be on the air. We'll be giving away instant prizes and having a good time out at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond on Monday from noon to 7 in our gridiron giveaway. So, Ref Army, we'll see you there on Monday. Okay, um... From the 405 on the uh, Kenny Meyer Chevrolet text line, somebody said something along the lines of, yeah, I feel great finishing second to Missouri, and, you know, that makes me feel better. What I was talking about is this notion that, you know, D.J. Hicks looked unhappy last year. You know, Williams Winery looked like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm unhappy too. I'm just talking about do we ascribe – those emotions to a kid if they don't come to Oklahoma and if they don't have a smile on their face. I don't know if that makes OU fans feel better or not. I know that you're not happy about it, clearly. But I'm just talking about, you know, because it's like if I miss a putt on the golf course, you know, and it, I, I just miss it and it's a, it's a very makeable putt, say 70%. You know, well, you know, if the spike mark wasn't there, you know, then that would have gone in, whatever. Um, maybe it makes some of the Sooner fans feel better. Maybe DJ Hicks, I think DJ, I th- think there's some truth to that. But maybe these kids are just nervous because of the decision. Maybe they're not super comfortable in front of the camera. I don't know. But both of them did look weird. There is no doubt. You know, if I was a press conference and all my bills were paid for the rest of my life, I'd be smiling too. I'd crack open an Olipop. And down the whole thing. By the way, I think what you need to do is get the Parker Thune Signature Olipop. You get a – have you ever had a Big Red, that soda? It's it's red, clearly. I, yes, it is It is red. You There's get no question about that. I think I've had one maybe when I was like seven or eight. Something Don't like recall enjoying it. A Big Red, and you mix it with some vanilla cream, and you call it the Crimson and Cream. And it's the Parker Thune Signature Olipop. And you ask for 2% of all sales for the rest of your life. And you won't have to worry about going to Lee Summit, Missouri. You'll be in your own mansion. You and Rebecca, when you're in your mid-40s, will be in your own Olipop mansion. The Crimson and Cream Olipop. I'll take 1%, by the way. One person. For the idea. Okay. Okay. That's agreeable. Okay. 405-651-3439. Let's get back to the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. TJ Eckert, KQL TV sports director, coming up in the next segment. Big Rich in OKC says, I go with Uncle. He looked like a sad wimp. <laughs> uh, does the September NIL rule in Missouri mean that it'll be unlikely for OU to flip in Winnery's commitment? Asks a listener in the 405 I look. I don't want to make any promises. I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. All I will say 
is that Oklahoma is going to continue to recruit Williams Winery, and they're going to do their best to flip this kid. And whether or not that is successful, only time will tell. Again, from where I stand, it feels like more of a case of being able to get the family on board than getting Winery on board. But Oklahoma's going to try. They're going to take their best shot. Yeah, they should. They absolutely should. Steel Man, Big Red and Whipped Cream Vodka. Ah, is that a crimson and cream there? I don't know if it's called that, but I think that there you go. Loco Ohio says, Ted Roof in the three-man front on after the opening act of Levy and the Up Tempos. (laughs) Uh, V-Dog says, it's hard to understand not being excited when announcing commitment. Peyton Bowen showed some energy and screwed it up. It's also hard to understand how tiring the whole process probably is. These kids might just be glad to get it over. Yeah, that's within the yeah. realm of possibility. Yeah, got you. Uh, Mike in Springfield says, OU has not lost to Missouri. Missouri has not won a conference football championship since 1969. Jeez. I mean, look, they're – what does Faro Field hold, like 50, 52,000, something like that? I mean, It's not a very big stadium. It's not. It's not. But – you know, it's uh, Missouri, didn't they, like in their first two years, go to the SEC championship game, though, the Michael Sam teams? The Michael Sam teams. Who else was on that team? Somebody else. That was Ch- Chase Daniel wasn't around then. He was in the old Big 12 getting beat That up. would have been. Getting hammered. Matty Mock was the quarterback. There you go. Matty Mock. There you go. And who was the kid, the wide receiver, who nearly went to Oklahoma that was really good? Um, Doriel Green Beckham. That was later, though. I'm talking about the Jeremy Ma- Macklin. Jeremy Macklin, yeah. Jeremy okay. Macklin. Yeah, there you go. From the 580, please tell me that other fan bases have this many idiots slash losers, please. They, look, there are idiots and losers everywhere. Yes. You think Alabama doesn't have hillbillies coming after a player when he doesn't? I mean, come on. Yes. The Blue Bloods in, in you know, there, there aren't as many, I'm sure, at UCLA or USC or some of those schools. And I'm not saying, look, USC has their fans, not as many as Oklahoma. Just look at the stadium. But, yes, I mean, people, they're always idiots in any group of people, you know. And, I look, I'm not going to sit here and tell some of these people, you know, you shouldn't be negative because I understand that when it comes to getting these big-time defensive linemen, it's been very frustrating. But it's the ones that just go, you know, completely – uh, like they're going to jump off uh, the bridge or something, that it's never going to happen. That's that's extreme. From the 405, just say it. OU isn't in the NIL game and won't pony up. I guess be satisfied with second-tier players. No, I'm not going to say that because Oklahoma is in the NIL game. And any any conjecture to the contrary is completely misplaced. You know who they get need to get to close the deal? Bobby freaking Axelrod on billions. He'll close it. From the 918, the 2024 game in Columbia is going to be absolutely electric. Clinton, Tulsa, I get it now. When Ari said it was between Missouri, mom, and Georgia, dad. He was saying without saying this was not his decision. He was not enthused because his heart is with OU. Mm, Who knows? I mean, who knows? I wish we had the entire answer, but the answer right now, the only one that matters. You want to take a polygraph up there? That's what I'm saying. I'm glad you brought that up because 
with some people that have been dogging you, and it's been 90% positive. People kind of know what's happened. I mean, you can't be right on every one of them, and I know they're going to take your words, and that's how you got the the memes, you know, dead in the water or whatever. You know, that's part of the deal, too. I, You know, to me, it's Yeah, just- people conveniently overlooked the part in that very same update where I wrote, don't take it to the bank just yet. We're still talking about a five-star recruitment here. Yeah. Well, of course they're not going to do that, but – at the same time, it's like, what do you what do you want him to do? Like, all right, make sure that you take your own polygraph kit to talk to every kid and their coach. Let's get Jamar Mosey and let's get Williams Winery to take a polygraph, you know, to make sure we know. Well, I don't know. You're misleading me a little bit here, you know. I don't know. Okay, uh, we have time. Well, we got to take a break right here, actually. Uh, we've got so many texts rolling in today. We're trying to get to all of them. Appreciate the Rep Army out there. You guys are awesome. I mean, we could do shows just nothing but text every segment and still not get to them all, but we're trying to. My advice, my advice to you would be this. If your text hasn't got read yet, try it again. You know, just copy it, keep pasting it in there. Hopefully we'll get to it. T.J. Eckert's going to talk. Whoa. Holy cow. I think I just went through puberty on live radio. (laughs) T.J. Eckert coming up next here on The Ref. T.J. Eckert joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. And uh, T.J., how we doing? Will you ask Williams Winery if you're out at the, uh, the scrimmage? It's Thursday, right, Parker? Thursday, yes. Is it Union and Lee Summit? Is that who it is? Union, Lee Summit North, and several other teams from I don't know where. Well, you go ask him, TJ, on camera if he really wanted to go to Oklahoma because he looked very unhappy during the ceremony. Can you do that for us? <laughs> I'm going to try, Steely, to get that in a 6 o'clock live shot, if, if that's okay. There you go. Yeah, the old live shot in 105 degrees. That'll be fun. I remember some of those back in Wichita Falls, Texas, back in the day. All right, uh, so what do you think about all this? Uh, the, the boomer doomers are out there. We have a few of them, and like, like I said, hey, I, I get it. You lost out on Winery, at least temporarily. You lost uh, Joseph Jonah Jonia to Georgia. You lost to Davian Sims to Oregon. Now you're waiting for David Stone. Now that could be the nuclear reactor meltdown if that doesn't happen for OU. But what do you make of what's going on, on with OU and these five-star defensive linemen? Well, in some cases, high four-stars, but – uh, what do you think is happening? You know, I, and I, I, I admittedly am not as tuned in into the recruiting scene as, as both of you guys are. And I, I follow it extensively, but nowhere near the level that, you know, Parker or you, Steely, do. But, it, you know, you're not going to get all of them. That's just how it is. You're, that, you're not going to get every single recruit that you pursue. I think that's just part of it. And then when you're dealing with 16, 17-, 18-year-old kids, you know, it's 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 hard to know what a what they want to do, and I don't to a certain extent I don't even know if they know what they want to do most of the time. So I, I don't put I don't put a ton of stock into into what we're calling misses, especially right now. I just you know a it's early, uh, and b there have been wins. There's been plenty of wins all summer long. There's been some good wins uh, on the recruiting trail trail for OU. So you know I I get the frustration, especially since there's been some recent losses, but they're they're doing they're doing well. They're in the discussion for some of these guys that they probably haven't been in the discussion for in, in years. And so I think that I think starting there that's a good place to start. 
and then as you get one or two in, uh, hopefully that kind of turns the tune of, of some of these fans. Yeah, you're right, though. The David Stone thing, if that doesn't work out, and who knows if it will or not, uh, that would be one that would set off a lot of people, I would imagine, locally. TJ, obviously Oklahoma a couple weeks deep now into fall camp in preparation for the 2023 season under Brent Venables. As we look towards the second half of fall camp, the weeks that are ahead, what are you looking for in terms of storylines, position battles, anything that you think is going to be or needs to be resolved by the end of fall camp that you have questions about right now? Sure, yeah, just being out at practice a couple times now, it's it's been fun watching the, you know, in the limited time we get. It's been fun watching the cheetah position and seeing kind of who's stepping up there. That there's there's plenty of guys that I think have a good chance to to fill that role and, and fill it well. They're not they're not. It's not a position battle because they don't have guys that are capable of doing it. I think they have two, three, four guys at the cheetah position that that can play it and play it well. And so interesting to see how those reps get divvied up. I know that's going to probably be a storyline through the season as well. Uh, but that that's just one to keep an eye on. And then and then for me, I've been keeping an eye on it all off season, and so far early in fall camp is just the wide receiver room and and how that's developed. Just looking for guys to kind of step up, looking for uh, not maybe not the go to guy, but but who else can can kind of fill the void left by all the production that was left uh, last year. I, I I was shocked to see Gavin Freeman the first time I went out of practice. How how big how much bigger. He looked just from last year. Uh, so that was encouraging to see. Obviously, you got Drake Stoops there. Curious to what Andre Anthony looks like uh, in, in a game-like setting. So uh, there's there's a couple position groups here and there. I, I don't want to bore anybody with the offensive line talk, but the offensive line, that, that looks encouraging. Still still looking forward to complete that kind of five-man rotation there. But, uh, yeah, the, the receiver room is, is something I'm, I've kept an eye on pretty much all camp. And then, uh, just that cheetah position and see how that looks going into the last half of this of this uh, offseason camp. What's going on with Kevin Wilson and the Golden Hurricane? What's uh, stood out there? Of course, the Sooners will have uh, Tulsa coming up uh, September 16th there at Chapman Stadium. How are you guys getting along with it with Kevin Wilson and that staff? Everything good? What's happening? We have been able to do interviews with Coach Wilson and the and company, so that's been good. Uh, Interesting note, we're not allowed to have any uh, gnat sounds during practice. So uh, that's been an odd adjustment, having to shoot practice silently. Uh, so some some bumps in the road still. We're still working through some of our relationships. But in terms of the on-field product, uh, I will say it, it, it has appeared more structured than in years past. I think I really enjoyed Philip Montgomery, and I enjoyed covering his teams. But this team just feels a little different in terms of the structure. It feels more – it does feel more – so weird to say, but Power Five ran. It, you know, Kevin Wilson's been all over the country and been in some and some big programs, and is coming from a big time program in Ohio State. Just feels more organized. It feels, you know, there's all there's constantly something going on. Uh, the attention to detail is there in practice. So I think I think whatever it is, Wilson and his staff is trying to implement. It's at least showing out so far in this first half of camp. Uh, as far as expectations for the team hard to say I think they go as Braylon Braxton goes at quarterback if he can process this new offense with him and Steve Spurrier Jr. Uh, then I, I think they have a chance to, to to be fairly successful with a pretty easy conference schedule after they get through the non-con who's the biggest x factor on that Tulsa team outside the quarterback position DJ is it Braylon Presley or is it a name that others in the vicinity that don't follow Tulsa as devotedly as you do might not be familiar with yet Sure. I think, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, I think 
it does, in my opinion, does start with Braylon. He hasn't been the full-time starter yet, and he's coming into a new system, trying to learn it on the fly. So there, that's probably going to be a question mark going into the year. I think Braylon Presley's interesting. He's gotten a lot of reps uh, at the running back position and the wide receiver position. So I'll be curious to see how they end up using him. Such a dynamic athlete. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. But on defense, the defense is interesting. So, you know, they hired uh, Matt Guerreri, or, yeah, Guerreri from Indiana, uh, from Ohio State, and he leaves early in the spring to go to Indiana. Uh, and so they lose a the defensive coordinator. They didn't hire one until the end of May. Uh, Chris Polizzi is who they ended up hiring. And uh, so interesting to see how that defense looks. But the guy I'm keeping an eye on is Kendaren Ray. He's, a, he's their starting safety. He's, he's the leader of that defense. He's a guy that really, if he can have another solid year with this defense and help kind of lead that group, I think he has a chance to be a really special player, not just not just at, at TU, but maybe even the next level. He's got a really good frame. He can move well, uh, and like I said, he's a good leader. So, uh, Kendarren Ray is a guy I would keep on in a second, keep an eye on in the secondary there at Tulsa. All right, TJ. Before we let you go, uh, your competitors, but your buddies, you and Caden McFarland, we we have sheltered Caden for a while after he uh, <laughs> quote tweeted the OU workout, you know, the OU weigh in with weird behavior. <laughs> And uh, he got destroyed by OU Twitter. He did. So we are – that's an evil laugh from TJ right there. I think he enjoyed it. Did you hear that? But, no, uh, so we we may have you on in Caden's spot for, like, the next couple of weeks. We have offered Caden the opportunity to come on and apologize to the Sooner Nation. We're still talking to his people about that. We may have that soon. So there you go. So that was fun. Hey, I appreciate you, my man. Thank you very much. We'll talk again soon, TJ. Yeah, got to keep the sooner negativity out your mouth or they'll attack you. They will come at you, man. You chum in the waters. Those sooner sharks are right there. That's right. Appreciate you. you. Thanks, TJ. TJ Ecker joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Speaking of Riverwind, ladies and gentlemen, get out there today. Play with your wild card. If you don't have a wild card, what's your problem, man? You need one of those. They don't cost you anything. Yes, can you upgrade the wild card? You, you, You can. But a standard Riverwind wild card is still something you need. Put those in any gaming machine. Make sure you get qualified for all the cash and bonus play and the prizes they give away. Keep in mind, today is a great day to get out there and play with your wild card and go sign up and get one if you haven't been out there to Riverwind in a while or maybe you lost yours or maybe you've never had one. But get out there and play with your wild card. Play one of their nearly 3,000 electronic games and get qualified to get 17 extra entries in the drawings for the next three Saturday nights for the $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration. Riverwind is celebrating its 17th birthday. Get out there, play with your wild card today. For every five points on your wild card, Monday and Tuesday during this promotion through August 26th, uh, that weekend, that Saturday, you're going to get 17 extra entries in the drawing. And then be there on Saturday nights when they give away all that cash and bonus play, $100,000 worth. Get your share out there at Riverwind Casino. Don't forget, we've got a big show this weekend at the Showplace Theater. It's sold out. But that tells you you need to get these tickets early for all these concerts. Dwight Yoakam this Saturday. Still tickets available for Counting Crows August 25th. Don't forget, we've got Gary Allen on the Beats and Bites stage outdoors. The Coupe Works Beats and Bites stage August 26th on a Saturday. Uh, get your tickets. They're only 10 bucks for Beats and Bites shows kids under 12 get in free it's a kid-friendly environment get your tickets at riverwind.com or at the casino box office and they also have a new fall beats and bites scheduled show for the gin blossoms tonic 
and Wasteland with the Gin Blossoms headlining three bands for one. Get your tickets for that show October 22nd as well at Riverwind.com. Just another reason why Riverwind is simply the best. Coming back, get to your texts. More of them before we get locked in. Coming up with uh, Parker and Tyler McComas at 2 o'clock. Stay right here. All right, I I got this question via Twitter DM, which is always uh, somewhat creepy. Steely, which Big 12 school do you respect the most heading to the SEC? Well, the SEC is not happening, obviously, until next year, but I know what you mean. Uh, The one program that I respect the most before Oklahoma gets to the SEC would be K-State. I love it. That was my answer, too. Because uh, I think pretty much every year they get the most out of their players and they've got a nice culture and their fan base um, is super loyal. So I'll go with Emaw. I'll go with K-State. Who would be second? Iowa State maybe? Yeah. I feel like Iowa State's one of those schools that nobody really has beef with. Except – you know, maybe the the feds, right? <laughs> yes, the, the feds have beef with Iowa State right about and now. And Iowa. But. You see what happens? Josh Helmer starts covering Iowa, and there's a conspiracy. You think Josh Helmer? Are we Helmer's, saying Josh Helmer's involved? I don't know. I don't think he is, but you never know. He's always got a smile on his face and money in his pocket. There may be a conspiracy there. I don't know how much money, but some. Okay, 405-651-3439. Let's get as many in as we can before we get out of here. Cherokee Sooner says, are we abandoning Oklahomans for Utah? What, are we, I, what, are, what am I missing? Abandoning? How are we abandoning? I don't know. I don't know. Utah is, again, we have a very special relationship with that program. All right? Like I said, Cam Rising, Kyle Whittingham. They provide much joy, provided much joy in those two beatings of USC. I mean, so yes, like I said, we've got a group here called OFU, Oklahomans for Utah. So if you want to join OFU, let us know. We've got a very good relationship with the Utes, no doubt. Okay, 405-651-3439. From the 303, you win some, you lose some, and money talks, BS walks. That's right, yeah. ACDC said it back in the We've day. We've been quoting some ACDC today, haven't we? When, did, when else did we quote Well, ACDC? when you were on the highway to hell down to Lee oh, Summer, which go. we didn't know. No stop sign, speed limit. Nobody's going to slow me down except slow Wi-Fi at Lee Summit. From the 918, bigger news flash. OU misses on a five-star or... A 6-7 and seven team with a new coach was in on a five-star. Win 10 games and let's reassess. That's a very good point. He also, a very, there was an angry tweet early. Hey, morons, your listeners, not you. You'll start landing some five-stars after you don't have a losing record. The fact that they were in on them tells you all you need to know about the future. I like that point. I think it's pretty good. And it's not bad as long as you start out, hey, morons, not you guys, but the other morons, that's just fine. 
from the 731. Imagine saying, oh, you only get secondhand players after OU reeled in its highest recruiting class in, in years last cycle. What a doomer of a texture. There's some doomers out there. I, I understand the frustration with the defensive lineman. I really do. But we'll see. Let's see how it plays out. I, you know, there was hope at one point. Man, this OU's going to have P.J. Adabare and Williams Winery book in defensive ends along with David Stone and maybe Dominic McKinley. Uh, I would say I'm still picking David Stone to Miami because the Costanza theory is what I'm putting in play now, picking all these kids to go to other schools. You can't do that. I can. But – would you be willing to try the Costanza theory on OU Insider? Drop a future cast for David Stone to Miami. <laughs> oh my no, gosh. you'd be killed for that, too. Yeah, there, there would be a hit out. From the 720, which is up in Denver. Top five recruits don't go to terrible football programs and turn them around. They just get dragged down with the bad program. I mean, Oklahoma, again, they had a down year. I get it. If they don't bounce back and win at least nine this year, I'd be surprised. If you can't do that with this schedule, then, again, anything less less than nine wins is not good at all with that schedule they have. But I think they're going to win back win double-digit games this year. I really do. Maybe I'm drinking the Crimson Kool-Aid again, but I look at that schedule and it doesn't strike fear into a lot of – now, again, what would you assess Oklahoma as if they finish, you know – 11 and 3 and let's say they lose the Big 12 championship game in a bowl game. It's certainly progress, but it's also once again you're going up to the heavyweight division, not the light heavyweight division. Two more texts to close it out from the 580. 5 years ago Nigel Smith would have been our prize hog and now we're in for several. Very true. Seattle Sooner says it's 11:58 Pacific Standard Time on August 15th, 2023. And a mule shoe is still a mouse. There you go. Seattle, you missed my good Lord just for you yesterday. I got it in. I, I don't know if the wife heard it, but she really wanted to hear that. So, okay. That's what was said yesterday at the Winery announcement. Good Lord. By a lot of Sooner fans. And probably some worse than that. A lot worse. Okay, we got to get out of here. Let's get locked in. Let's get locked in with Parker and Tyler McComas coming up at the top of the hour. Thank you, Dr. Bellardo, Advanced Laser and Cataract Center of Oklahoma. Thank you to the one, the only, simply the best, Riverwind Casino. Be out there again on Friday. Have a terrific Tuesday.